Welcome, everybody, to Broadcast Team Alpha, where we bring you cutting-edge conversation while exploring the quantum possibilities. And as the title explains, we are so going to do it tonight. And we have some of the most incredible minds and souls and luminaries with us tonight. And I know the conversation is going to be so expansive and so thought-provoking on so many levels. I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for your support. We sure do appreciate you showing up, right? Day after day, week after week, year after year. It's been five years. Thank you for your super chats. And if you'd like to join us on Sunday to manifest, bringing in the new world, manifest, the Ascension into 5D, which I suspect we'll talk about tonight. Um, come join us at the Mastermind Connection. It's two o'clock on Sunday. We meet on Zoom. Send an email to themastermindconnection at gmail.com. Augie will send you the link. We go on a beautiful visual imagery journey, um, envisioning the way that we want things to be. And many of those things include healing, for ourselves, for loved ones, for pets, for the world, for back when the elections, right? Having peaceful elections, which kind of happened, but some some miracles actually happened there. So if you feel a little stirring in your gut that you would like to join us, send an email to the mastermind connection at Gmail, and we'll see you Sunday at two o'clock Eastern. Augie, please tell us about our really good friends and guests. Yes. Oh, this is going to be fun. And we stretched it to an hour and a half, too, because there's so much to talk about. And uh, we have the world-renowned Laura Eisenhower with us. <laughs> and I'm looking at her, so yes, she is here. And uh, the thing about her is that when she talks, the world listens, because there's depth real depth to what she talks about. She talks on several levels of consciousness. She talks to the ones that is just starting out on the spiritual journey, and she also talked to the advanced souls, and we all understand each other. So I would absolutely say welcome to the show, Laura. And then we have Eric, the healer, Dadmer. And uh, we're going to hear, I want to ask him a little bit about the healer part, because that is an interesting middle name, isn't it? And uh, I want to hear about that. And uh, Welcome, guys. It, yes. And uh, one more thing, though. We had Jerry Wills supposed to join us, and he had computer problems. He says he's going to try to make it in. But if it don't work, we will we will forgive him. So, Absolutely. gosh, welcome so here with us. Yeah, guys, it's so good. Laura, welcome. Eric, welcome. So good to have you. And um, I know people know you, but I know your lives are so fluid and dynamic. And you're often called to bring different modalities to the forefront at different times. So, Laura, would you tell people what you're doing right now? And how things are going in your world. Yes. Well, thank you so much for pulling this together. It's great to see you guys. I always love having conversations with you and and you as well, Eric. We all go way back. 
And uh, yeah, so let's see, 2024, my book's finally coming out. It'll be out in March. It's called Awakening the Truth Frequency. And I will be attending some expos and events. I have a podcast. I've moved everything mostly over to Rumble as far as my free material because of all the censorship. But yeah, just always diving into these sort of topics. Where are we currently? And just a lot of the themes in my book uh, about awakening the truth frequency, I really feel is something that we're going to be really feeling in 2024 with the shift of Pluto into Aquarius, Uranus and Jupiter being conjunct each other, and just the final energies of like the sort of Capricorn, which represents structures and outer authority. And that's the lower octave, right? So when we begin to move to the higher levels of a certain planetary energy, we experience something completely different. And so the higher level of Saturn is self-mastery. So, and being a teacher, going through all the trials and tribulations until we uh, are no longer giving our power away, but we're working with the law of structure on our own terms, which is very much what I feel this year is all about. So with the book coming out, with just the guests that I bring on, which I'd love to bring you guys on um, as this channel that I've moved over to Rumble. Um, is growing slowly. Um, yeah, I'm just keeping up with the podcasts and some trips. I'll be going back to Glastonbury. Last year, I got to go to Turkey and England wow. and a few other you know trips. Mm -hmm. So that Turkey trip is going to go to the next level because it's all about the peace talks and all of us coming together, saying that we're not going to rely on the world leaders or what they're deciding. It's up to us, the people, to stand up and say, this is how we think, this is what we want, and we want peace. And there's no reason to continue this divide and conquer. So I'm always advocating for that and unity consciousness and doing the inner work and standing solid in our truth, which is very much what my book is about, and also dismantling a lot of the false narratives. So a lot of what I've discovered about what truly happened in Eisenhower's administration, I bring to the book and I bring to a lot of the talks that I do. But in this particular um, meeting, yeah, I know we're talking about like the event and we're just talking about this year ahead. And, and so yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing is... Uh, just being really fluid and in the flow and just loving the synchronicities, just like tonight and how we're all coming together. So thank you so much yeah. for having me. Thanks, Laura. That's great. That's great. Eric, how about you? Tell us about oh, you. Don't you just love listening to Laura? I, I, I'm just Absolutely. so blessed to have her as a dear friend and, mm -hmm. and starts. And I started speaking um, with her when I, you know, when I was in, when I first started at 2013 and what I love about Laura is she's always describing the theme of what is happening and she's got her hand on the pulse of, of, of everything. And, and then she's an astrologer and does tarot and, and, uh, and can, you know, put, you know, I, I went through my second Saturn return when I was 58 and I had to retire. I, I it was just time to retire, and I was done. And um, they couldn't force me to um, with the uh, with the C uh, business and all that. But oh, I want to remind Laura since we're both whistleblowers and and we get people in trouble to get censored because we are on YouTube. <laughs> I think so. I love YouTube. I, I do. But uh, my shows you can't see any of my shows on on my own channel. And and when people say they're going to edit our shows and they don't, they get uh, flagged and stuff. So we're going to be careful tonight, uh, Laura and I. So, but, you know, I'm famous for, I guess I was a whistleblower for the coffin liners. I gave Jesse Venture the FEMA camp information about the coffin liners in the 90s. And right. I... 
you know, I was working for the government and I started seeing all the stuff. And, and I'll tell you later in the story because there's a backstory before that. Um, so I uh, and then when I was working at the Department of Public Health, they couldn't force me to, you know, I, I confronted them with all the laws and, and regulations and they couldn't force me with a mask or or a, a vaccine, you know, shot or anything. And so mm-hmm. so I was kind of famous for that. And, and I and I'm a pioneer speaker about Mandela effect. And I'm not going to scare you guys off with flat earth. And I talk about <laughs> urine therapy and cancer cures and. I talk about um, the relationship between the 5G and the biochip that was, uh, and then I talked about uh, transhumanism. And, you know, I was a pioneer speaker for many topics. I saw these things come out, uh, but I'd like to be known for, really, I'm the California kid. And, you know, when I went down to L.A. in the 80s and 90s, I had so much fun. I lived in Santa Monica and I was hanging out with my friends playing tourists in L.A. And we were going. I love Mexican food. And and I never studied Spanish. But, you know, I, I, I like Latina girls and, and I learned Spanish and learned to order the food for everyone because they kept putting us behind the end of the line. So I learned Spanish to order for us. And, and I kept putting French fries on my burrito. So they call it the California kid style and because they didn't know my name. And so I started that. My friends will tell you. And I always put French fries on my burgers, and they call that California kid style too. And and then another thing, silly thing I did. Uh, um, I uh, I was just I worked in the theaters in Century City, and I met a lot of movie stars and actors and and models. And I was trying to become an actor, and and I was uh, I was doing martial arts, and then I worked at the grocery store. And I was involved with teach, helping teach actors and models for, you know, how to like they were real martial artists, but they weren't. But pretend like they were. And, you know, I trained uh, Linda Hamilton. I helped train Linda Hamilton for Terminator um, and martial arts. And I think that's interesting Mm. because of the AI aspect, because we'll be talking. I'll be working with Laura in April at Saeed's event, um, alienevent.com and biomedexpo.com. And they're both under bizton.com, B-I-Z-T-O-N.com. And that's in April with Laura Eisenhower and James Rink and a lot of other um, great superstars. Carrie Cassidy's coming. And, and of course, you guys are, if you guys are in the area, you have an open invitation. And, and then, uh, so when everything started coming, you know, when 2012 happened, my spirit guides told me it was safe to talk. The time has changed because you and I are pioneers and, and we started back when it was dangerous to release, to release all this information. And we were attacked many times and, and we've made it, you know, till here. And, and we're, we're winning, we're winning against this um, battle. And I think that we're protected and we're, you're my Viking brother. I'm half Norwegian and half Persian, but really my dad's Armenian. And, and, we had to hide as Sarkissians and be dad mares, you know, and, and so that's why I think that Trump and the Kennedys and I, I think I'm related somehow. I think they're Armenian, too, because some really crazy, magical things happened to me in my life. And I don't know if, the, if you want to start now, but um, talking about it, but just, this is just some things that you know, just to describe who I am and what made me today, because I've devoted my life 
to find out what, what's going on, what the hell's going on, and why is the world like this, and why are we slaves to the banks, and why is it such a struggle? And and I had these questions answered a long time ago because it was easy for me for me to growing up, just like Laura, um, I'm I'm from a royal bloodline also, and we grew up, you know, going to embassy parties and seeing you know ambassadors from around the world, and and I saw things that that were going on that are are not um, you know they're not good for everyone, you know, and. And you put things together when you see these um, families that, you know, my, my family said, we're not like them, you know, but we have to lay low because they'll kill us. And and they said, and there's a prophecy that one of us is going to clean this up. Is that you, Eric? You know, and I secretly knew I'm, my dad always thought I'd be a policeman or a preacher. And I knew I was, you know, that kind of guy to go and, um, you know, be, you know, clean yeah. things up and get get the truth out. And so I was working at the movie theater in Century City, and it just started. And all of a sudden, I see this guy in the theater in the lobby. And I was just about to kick. I quickly looked at all the doors to see what how he, this guy got in because no tickets were sold. And he just appeared out of nowhere. And I said, and when I was walking to him to throw him out, he said, Eric, do you recognize who I am? And and I quickly looked at my name tag and, and I was like, no, this guy didn't, this guy knows me. He didn't see my name tag. And I looked at him. I said, wow, you're Donald J. Trump. And he said, wow, I'm really impressed you recognize me. He said, you know, I'm going to be president in the future. And, and, you know, I, I'd like to talk to you. And I laughed. I said, you know, I want to be president too in the future, but it's a low level of consciousness. And he laughed and he said, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> then, but then he got really serious and looked at me and he said, but we have to use these people to get where we're going. And see, right when he said that, I thought, wow, OK, I'm going to go work for the government and the state. And that was in 85. And I worked for the government seven years later and then the state um, after that. So as a whistleblower and trying to figure out what's going on. So we he said, do you have a moment? We'll sit down. We went, There was this Ames black leather chair at the Plitt Theater in Century City. It's now a Cineplex Odeon, but it's on the Avenue of the Stars. We won the best theater. And and so he, when he sees a big, tall guy, when he sat down, I could see the top of his head was kind of bald. And he hairsprayed his hair flat on one side, and he laid it over. And I was thinking just, God, why don't you just shave it off, you know? And then when I, he must have got my brainwaves because he looked at my hair and he said, you do have nice hair. And I was like, how does this guy know me? You know, and I thought maybe he's watching me through the CCTV because he was in the law offices next to us. He had the whole top floor at the theater, at uh, the two Japanese buildings next to us, the triangular shaped buildings. And his lawyer was DeLoren, who had that car in Back to the Future. And see, we're the real Back to the Future. But he's Biff and I'm Marty McFly. And so he, he, we talked for over an hour and he picked my brain. He, he said that um, we talked about the, the Illuminati, the Freemasons, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the fake currency. The, um, we <laughs> talked about the everything. We talked, <laughs> we talked about it. Oh, really? Shoot. Here comes all the flags. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we talked about everything. And when we were done, he asked me if I was, he said he, I, he knew I played chess because I, I was seeing many moves ahead. This was in 85 and I was talking about what's going on now. And so, yeah, I hope you can delete, uh, beep out some things. It's, it's um, okay. It's all good. <laughs> so 
Yeah, thanks. I need a filter. Anyway, we spoke for over an hour, and I'm telling you that Donald Trump is a time traveler. And and about six years ago, I saw pictures of him from 1985 with a full head of hair, and I realized what had happened that that wasn't the one I met. That I met the one from the future because he was his friend John G. Trump was uncle was friends with Tesla, and they got the Footlockers with all the notes and information, and they had the time travel technology. And so, what I want to tell you is that. Our sixth sense is psychic ability, but our seventh sense is both time travel and levitation. Okay. And, and that leads us to the next story where when I came back to Sacramento in the nineties, I had this girlfriend that was uh, Portuguese. And one night she came over and she said that she met this alien and, and I laughed and I said, how do you know he's an alien? He says, well, he was making these things fly in the air and go circles and levi- and he was levitating. And, and I said, wow. And I said, well, you know, I want to meet him. And, he, and she laughed and she said, she said, that's what he said. He said that you'd want to meet him. I said, he knows who I am. He said, yeah, he knows who you are. That's why he came to me to tell for me to tell you about him. And I said, okay, well, tell me, you know, he says, well, his name is Q. And I said, wow. I said, describe him. She says, well, he's a short Filipino looking guy. And, and I said, okay. And he said, and he said that he, it's not ready. He's not ready to meet you now, but he wants you to know about him. So I said, okay. And I forgot about it completely. Okay. So last month I was looking at it and then, and then let's for fast forward now to 2012 when I met 2013, when I met Laura and started speaking, my, my spirit guide said it's safe to speak and go out. The time is different now. So I became a public speaker to get information out. And I had in the audience, some friends that were coming regularly, you know, to all the conferences. And one of them was a short Filipino guy named Jay. His name was Jay. And I'm sure Laura knows him too. Everybody's seen him. My friend, um, my friends remember him, you know, and I have a picture of him too. And, and so then we had, do you remember when Contact in the Desert was at Joshua Tree first before it went it went to the hotel? And, and and so we were at Joshua Tree and I parked always by the pool and I was about to go in the jacuzzi and Jay showed up and he had a woolen ski cap and I didn't think anything of it. You know, it's we're in the desert, it's hot kind of, and he's wearing a wool ski cap. Well, he wants to go to the jacuzzi with me and talk. So he pulls off his ski cap, his wool cap, and all of a sudden... I see him shapeshift. I see his head is a heart-shaped skull. And I just was shocked. And I said, holy shit, you're an alien. And he smiled and we hugged. And he told me, we like what you're doing and we want you to keep doing what you're doing. And I was like, I was just so shocked. And, and I felt this guy's love. And then he offered me this green drink that I wish I had drunk, but you know, hindsight is 2020 and, and it would have probably <laughs> activated me and woken me up or whatever. But I said, no, I thought I was too crazy and I was in shock and I didn't have, I didn't want any. And I, I really wish I had had some, but last month I was looking at a keyboard and I saw the letter J on it and I thought of him and I smiled. And then I thought to count the keys and I started counting which letter of the keyboard J was, and it was the 17th letter on the keyboard. And I smiled and I realized that I'd met Q because he was a short Filipino guy. And so I'm telling you, 
from the bottom of my heart. I hope you have a lie detector test or something. You can test me. I, I have no reason to lie. I'm not selling. I don't have a book. <laughs> I don't have a book yet. I'm still living my book. He is alive and it's a team and there's something going on that there's a sting operation going on and in deep state. Well, whatever. Some somebody's going down. Okay, <laughs> somebody's going down and it's not the good guys. So, so Eric, do you, do you yeah. think that 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 is the event or do you think there's Which there are many events, events about to happen? We need many yeah. events to happen before the major event to happen. We need the money to crash and we need the players to change. They've already changed, but we need everybody to know that they've changed and we need to do an EBS system and then we're then we're ready for more events. But astrologically speaking, it seems more sense when uh, things are going, we're in a in a time period where it's like until April, you know, and, you know, it turns out April Fool's Day, they call it the fools because they changed the calendar on us and added a thousand years. And and so the calendar really starts, uh, you know, vernal equinox spring, you know, end of March or April 1st was the new year. You know, doesn't it make sense to start with spring and new life and new beginnings? And so they make fun of the people and call them fools. And supposedly it was like Jesus's birthday. And, you know, it's a lot of, um, you know, we're going to, I think we're going to go back to the old calendar, the real calendar. And there's 13 months and 28 days in a month and, you know, stuff like that. That's more in line with the moon and the seasons of the cycles of, of natural, you know, rhythm of nature. So uh, there's a lot going on and, and we're going to have some major disclosure. So which yeah. event are you, am I, is that the event you're talking about? The new currency it's, exchange rates and the, you know, BRICS nations are happening, you know, they're using gold, black, gold, black currency and nothing can stop what's coming. And then fiat, you know, the dollar, my friends go to Europe and, and travel around. They can't, they don't accept dollar anymore. A lot of places, you know, and, and you have to have their money. And, and there's, there's too many, too many things happening that people say, well, I don't see anything happening. I, well, I have friends well, all over, friends and relatives and family all over the world, and I and I've been hearing, you know, and seeing things for myself. So I'm quite excited that this is the year of change, and 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 this is it. We've made it. We all promised to come here for this time. This is the biblical time. This is a new renaissance. This is a new beginning, a new birth, and we're going to see some yeah. grand changes on a biblical scale. You know, Donald Trump is really the son of General Patton, and his real name's David Patton. And and so if, if he's King David, because he might be married to Princess Diana, because when I was working in the grocery store after the, the theater, I met John F. Kennedy. He came in with Carolyn first, Jr., and, and I told him that I knew his dad was alive because I'd met the French nurse who took care of him in a wheelchair on an island near Scorpios and he smiled. And so I got confirmation. And then, um, and then next time he came in, he came in with princess Diana and, and I told her I loved her and that she was a, an angel and, and she was very compassionate and, and, but they were both older than they were supposed to be because I've never met him before. I didn't realize, but they were older looking than they should be. And I think they time traveled too. And and I, I and I've been thinking this. Why me? Why me? You know, 
And and that's why I think I'm related is because I know Armenians are really all related. Like they're all from the Merovingian blood family, you know, the Christ family bloodline. And, and the, you know, our facial structures and, and stuff are the same kind of and, and the Kennedy and whatever. But, you know, who knows what what's going on, you know, and, and my dad won't tell me anything. And, and, you know, he says, you'll you don't know who you are, or where you come from, you know, and that's best because he knows I, I will tell everyone, you know. So um, yeah. that's a crazy life that we live in, you know, and, and we're going to find some major change. Yeah. So you look well, like you're about to say something, Nori. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. or Aga. Aga was about to say something. Yeah, we we often say it at the same time. Go ahead, Augie. <laughs> yeah, gosh, <laughs> I think maybe two heads and one thought. Who knows? Uh-huh. But uh, what do you think about all that crazy stuff? Well, the thing about it is that the world is a lot more crazy than we think it is. We have been yeah. taught how to think down, make it simple, make sure the government is right, and we are. T- taught how to think within their paradigm but the good stuff is outside of their paradigm right and i think i I think um i would love to hear from laura about the 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 matrix and the inversion right because then we're going to take that just like a little bit deeper and maybe wend our way toward what we think events are going to show up for the ultimate event, if there really is one. What do you think? Yeah. I think the inversion has been like a grooming process. I mean, if we look at the events that took place after the second world war, 1947, the different projects, project paperclip. And then what a lot of people don't talk about is what took place in 1952, where there was an unconditional surrender agreement under Truman that basically handed the power over to the deep state, to the three-letter organizations and MJ-12 that were the ones or the individuals and groups responsible for uh, treaties being signed with extraterrestrials that did not originate in the 50s, but actually uh, had been happening previous to that. So a lot of false narratives covering this up is so that they kind of hide in the background and we're distracted over here not realizing that we're slowly being groomed with all the different indoctrination programs so that we would accept some form of disclosure, but not the kind of disclosure that would help us to see where media, where the school systems, where the medical industry has been compliant or infiltrated by uh, all this indoctrination programming and also, you know, the psyops that we experience, which very much weaponize the different planetary alignments that are here to throw us into growth periods that, Uh, help us to be in alignment with organic ascension, which is very much encoded in nature, encoded in our DNA, and a part of the corrections that have been taking place on a cosmic and earthly level uh, that is basically our planetary system recovering from things like the Atlantean cataclysms, the exploded planets, and the manipulation of the planetary grid network that uh, has been able to siphon and harvest energy to engineer an artificial timeline, which is based in inversions, which is based in the problem reaction solution and how humans give their power away. They're constantly looking outside of themselves and allowing their creative channels to be infected by whatever, you know, is drawing them in uh, and triggering them into survival or some kind of fear response to then uh, look outside of oneself for the solution um, in every you know way, and people are having enough of it. 
you know, it's it's getting ridiculous because the technologies are still here, but a lot of uh, grid work and a lot of awakening has happened, a lot of migrations of advanced souls that actually took place also in 1952. But there's been multiple migrations of advanced souls coming in. And this is something that Eisenhower understood and knew about and worked closely with Valthor. So there's a lot you know, about that, but what we all carry individually, which is, I think, what he was very influenced to share in his final speech about a knowledgeable and aware citizenry, which I feel is a prerequisite to any kind of event, because it kind of ripples out. The collective conscious is no longer um, being utilized and harvested in order to create uh, a future scenario, which would be New World Order, right? They might be pulling out all the stops and doing everything they can while this kind of awakening is happening, those energetic cords or that ability to have a grip on the human mind um, is like one breakthrough away for each individual of, of, of them being able to actually move beyond it. Now we might say, well, what about 5G? What about the all the different things that have been put in the body? The different things that I won't say on the channel that link us like an antenna to these different frequency distortions. Well, when we yeah. have a breakthrough and we begin to think from our authentic truth and we go through the growth periods, I feel that level of consciousness begins to de-weaponize the weapons, begins to break it down because that frequency overrides divide and conquer. It overrides fear. It overrides anger and all these lower level of emotions that we're all going to experience as humans, but how much do we stay stuck in it? How much does it control our choices? You know, we're going to face those aspects of ourself, but where are we able to, you know, rise above and complete the cycle within ourselves. So a planet like Pluto is going to throw us into the dark night of the soul. It's going to throw us into a death cycle. But are we rebirthing? Are we closer to our soul? Are we all the better for it? Because we did the inner work. We face the shadow. Whereas the outer psyops is going to want the fear of death, you know, comply to all of this in this massive growth period that we've been experiencing with the shift from Capricorn into Aquarius, can they harness that energy so that we're not awakening in these times? We're actually sinking into fear. And, and that's what we're seeing with a lot of the different attempts made on us for the last couple of years and whatever the next wave or next level of it's going to be. So to me, I like to use the metaphor that the red flags have been enough and it's been obvious that these red flags are something to pay attention to. So we might be the ones behind the red flags with the information saying, see, you know, these are the red flags while people are kind of ignoring the red flags, which I think are now bonfires, not red flags. It's like really mm. darn obvious. And if you can see it in the same way that you would see the red flags in a relationship or a partnership or a friendship where, you know, you start to notice um, distortions, deceptions, things that just don't feel right anymore, you know, where your self-worth has been so much in the hands of how that person thinks or treats you that you eventually hit that wall that leads to a breakthrough where you open the doorway and you realize, wait a second, that's playing on my fears. That's playing on my insecurities. That's playing on self-worth, which is what the grooming process has been in this reward punishment system of you need to regurgitate this and follow this to go here and be successful. And anybody else, you know, are targeted or, they got stigmas thrown at them for being ADD, you know, the star seeds that have been ignored and the people that think outside of the box that have been, you know, wrongly misrepresented until we stand yeah. up and we have found each other to come together and have these conversations because we've been seeing through yeah. it all along. So now we're kind yeah. of pointing out, look at what's behind the red flag. Don't fear it. This is a, a chance for you to come back to yourself. This great event is the reunion with you and your soul because 5D really is the soul matrix. That's why 
a lot of these dark agendas are trying to rip people away from the soul and and assimilate them into AI, transhumanism, depopulation, and all these sort of things. So I feel that everybody's like one breakthrough away, just a realization that changes everything. When you're really finally able to say, you know what, I'm done. I don't want this anymore. And then you cut the cords. But we know if you're breaking up with a narcissist or an abuser, they're not going to let you go so easily. But if your consciousness has moved on, now you just got to wrap it up with um, however they're still trying to hold on to you, right? And so this is where we might find we're still waking up in the system. We still have to answer to certain things. But if our consciousness has moved on, we're starting to look at uh, one another to pull resources together. We're being more innovative, more true to our deeper soul calling. You know, that weakens that bond. And then all of a sudden, this new earth energy building from the ground up. And I love what Dr. Shiva's doing, right? And people like that, that are like, you know, Whatever about this outer system, I'm not, you know, going to say who I feel that is, you know, I'm not going to say anything about Trump or anybody else. But, you know, where can we look at more on a grassroots sort of level in our own communities, in our own personal lives, saying goodbye to the jobs that compromise us, saying goodbye to the relationships that are toxic, saying goodbye to, you know, the stress response, uh, the unresolved trauma response to this inverted reality that keeps people in an addiction spiral to the point where they're not really healing or doing you know the necessary work and i feel that this year ahead will be the ultimate breakthrough just as things try and assimilate people even more that's when the red flag is that much more obvious where people will say you know what regardless of the decisions i've made or how involved in all that they had become or or, or still are that once they say enough already and break the ties, the healing really begins. No matter what you've ingested, no matter what you've agreed to, the minute you stop consenting is the minute you begin to move into these higher levels of consciousness that this particular window period is all about helping to switch on our dormant DNA, you know, yeah. just higher consciousness, higher self, really being in, in like grounded in our physical lifestyle. That is the ultimate technology that I feel is going to knock out a lot of the dark weaponry that is causing us to move into inversion and that the power of spirit and the power of our soul is so much greater than that. That's why we all have these stories, surviving terrible relationships and abuses, close to death experiences. We are so well prepared to be able to do this on a massive scale because the power of the human spirit is so beyond what we can comprehend the minute we start to get it. And the minute we start to say goodbye to the things that are tricking us out of our divine blueprint, out of our divine inheritance It's just like the minute we let go of that, all that energy we call back to ourselves because we are the powers that be. What we call the powers that be are only functioning on stolen power, the power that we gave to them because, you know, we allowed that to overpower um, our own ability to see what's really going on. And it's thousands of years in the making that it has gotten its grips into us. But, you know, they've taken advantage of amnesia. They've taken advantage of our vulnerability. You know, when we feel physical symptoms and we freak out and we go to the doctor, now we're learning to get to know ourselves better in the face of these challenges instead of have somebody else write the script for us. And I think that a lot of the planetary alignments that are happening, Jupiter conjunct Uranus, Pluto moving into Aquarius, Saturn and Neptune conjunct It's all about choose your own adventure. You get to write the script now. If you have belief systems that are not in alignment with your truth, you're going to anchor that timeline. So while you have all these breakthroughs, get your creative energy away from that, purify it and clear it so that you can choose your own adventure and be the co-creator of your future and make it something wonderful instead of the bullshit script we're being given. Yes. Yes. And and with, with all that, 
I feel like the event is us taking back our power, everything that you just said, individually, one by one, our light going on, and then the light goes on all across the state, the country, the world, the universe, no matter what blue beam, scary thing they may throw up in the sky, right? We've worked on ourselves. We've worked on our shadows. We've learned how to regulate our own nervous system so that we can just stay steady and not give in to the fear that they want us to feel. Right. And being free of that survival energy, we'll have more discernment. We'll we'll be able to feel you know, what's authentic versus what is fake yes. and what is being staged. And that's the most important thing, just like we would want in any relationship, not being deceived again, being able to see through it, you know, and that's really a development of self-worth with Uranus and Taurus. Taurus is the sign of self-worth and abundance, but we've been groomed to give our self-worth over to something else that we need a pat on the back from or being validated by, you know, now our spirit yeah. guides, our own inner soul and just connecting with one another that is going to help to rehabilitate that sense of self without it being groomed, without it being manipulated, without it being a subpersonality that is just a product of this divide and conquer, you know, where people are so justified in what they're fighting for, but they don't realize they're throwing so many under a bus by, you know, I don't know, you know what I mean. So I'll, I'll kind of stop I there. Do. But. I do. I do. Mm. I absolutely do. Augie, I know you have something to say. Yeah, I, I'm totally on board with that. And there will be probably be some rocks in the road getting there. But they're just rocks. We just still are going to get to where we're going. And when we're talking about the event, I don't see that event being anything of a major negativity that is going to happen. Yeah, there may be. I mean, the United States has been the king of false flags. They they have so many of them over the over the years, but that is not going to be the event as I see it, because the event is a, like Laura said, it's a slow progression into higher consciousness where we are able more so, much more so than now, to create our world the way we would like it to see around us. And uh, when it comes to solar flash and things like that, I, I didn't see that. It's not in my timeline. I'm going to keep it out. I'm just going to stay on that one because I don't want it. And uh, otherwise, uh, the so-called uh, you know, ET invention, that could be something that is on the horizon, but not in my timeline. I'm going to do everything I can to keep it out. And and guess what? I'm sitting here looking at all three of you besides me. So you must be in my timeline. I think we're all going to be good. That's my claim. <laughs> totally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Isn't Laura awesome and amazing describing the exact themes that are going on? And, you know, with Operation Paperclip, the Germans didn't lose the war. They came to America and became the three-letter agencies. And yep. it's evidenced in... in you know, um, you know, I went to a gifted uh, class and they, it was really the MK Ultra program. And they said they were done in the 70s, but really it was going on. They took us on a field trips to Stanford Research and, and Lawrence Livermore Labs and, and, and San Diego and 
you know, it's there's no doubt about it that they were going on. And luckily, when I was in Santa Monica, I was a gro- grocery clerk to I had Carol Rosin as one of my customers. And she's a dear friend since the 80s. And I, she had me in her movie, you know, to asking the presidents to stop the weaponization of space. And and she's just a great woman. And I don't you know, she's very sweet and she doesn't think that there's any negative aliens at all and that everybody's sweet. And I really love, um, you know, her. But I, I think that there's some there are some uh, blood drinking, uh, you know, evil, uh, uh, bad ones, too. But and then she, uh, Laura mentioned the uh, fear and, and love. See, you know, they're they're pushing fear because they want to keep us off balance. And, and they're worse. And really, they're they're in fear of us waking up to our higher powers because we have spirit. We have soul and we are multidimensional being quantum beings existing in many on many timelines. And we're and the veil has been removed and we're seeing more things and, and aliens and you know psychic ability is more pronounced and, and sharper and i don't know about you guys but you know it's very sharp for me just uh, i know when my friends are about to call or come over or ring the doorbell or about what they're mm-hmm. going to say it's a lot sharper now and that's our sixth sense our seventh sense is both time travel and levitation and and we're waking up to these set, uh, you know i i think that we're going to see a lot more wonderful things happen and you know they they fool us and they trick us into thinking just like when a cop pulls you over and he asks you um do, do you know how fast you were driving that's a loaded question because he's trying to trick you into saying that you're driving because you need a license to drive but you don't need a license to travel you can travel anywhere you don't need a license plate or driver's license and you have the right to travel anywhere you don't need to have a gun license. You can, you know, you can bear arms. It doesn't say what kind, you know, and and so they trick us into falling into these, you know, um, birth certificate yep. where they put us on a stock exchange and they fool us into paying taxes and they tax us to death. Yep. And and the Federal Reserve isn't a you know government place. It's a it's a private corporation, and and so we've yep. been fooled all our life. And we're about to change all these things. We're waking up. It, it's changing. People are awake now, and and it's and it's going out exponentially. And it's thanks to people like Laura and us, you know, being pioneer speakers and talk, sharing, inspiring people to look into these things that that we're not falling for it anymore. They can't even call it the V. It's a D now. You know, it's not. You know, so, uh, you know, I don't know what to say. I don't want to get in. Yeah, we have a question in the chat room. Um, yes. Do you, uh, no, does the event have to happen on this dimension and will it switch timelines? Confusing. This is from Sarah. Thanks for the explanation. Close the door. I think there are two timelines. I think where timelines are merging. And that's why we're having the Mandela effect where we, we, I am definitely not from this timeline and have merged into this timeline. I have direct memory of, of Monopoly a guy having a monocle and curious George having a tail. And, you know, I have, I have other memories that are in this timeline and I think they're merging and that's, and that that's what this is about. I think that for, for there to be two Trump Trumps in this timeline, there have to be two timelines. Okay. 
So I think there are several Trumps in this timeline. And I think that we're about to find out our true density and reality and, and everything about us. And I don't even think that this is us. This matrix reality isn't even real. It's an illusion. You know, we're we're divine spirits and, and having this human experience. And, and when we sleep, we go to these other timelines and 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 remember, you know, our spirit, our soul is what is important. And, and so that's what they're afraid of us waking up to because we're manifestors whatever you think is correct and and that's why it's so important to think good thoughts and know what you want and 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 attract that reality so do do not live in fear those those that's the polarity fear and love those are the, on the opposite sides of the polarity live in love go with the flow magical magic happens that way so yeah. so i wonder if if based on what you said if uh, everybody, based on their belief system, is going to create or choose a timeline that's going to have the event that is playing in their subconscious mind or is playing in their mind from fear. Laura, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I really do think that's sort of the bifurcation. And I don't see it like splitting where you don't see it anymore. I feel like, you know, we're already observing it. We can be more neutral to it instead of invested in it, you know, so we might witness something that is not on our timeline, but we see that others are very much fueling it or a part of it or engaged in it. Uh, But, you know, it's like we're going to hear about it, right? If we're tuning in to the news, but we can be a neutral observer. Some people are going to be programmed by what they see and some people are going to be observant to what they see. So I see sort of a bridge between the two splits and and that bridge depends on the individual how much are you still in service to humanity and still trying to like wake people up or pull them on the lifeboat (laughs) or how much are you just really moving on maybe you're off the grid maybe you're not in contact with people that you used to be in contact with they're no longer really a part of your world it's not a vibrational match anymore how much are you still invested it depends it really depends on each individual and i feel with the saturn conjunct neptune neptune being very much about the creative imagination but also in its distortions very much about religion so saturn having to do with authority and control where are people still caught up in dogma where are they still caught up in outer authority dictating to them what reality is a person that is more evolved that is on the other side of dark saturn which is more about self mastery is going to be connecting and align with the creative imagination staying true to your visions and your dreams and your deeper calling mm-hmm. to manifest something maybe a healing center maybe uh you know just you're gonna like write a book i mean you know or just do something that's unique to your own soul and your honest is very much about sovereignty and living your truth but the shadow side of it is dark technology and transhumanism right so each individual is going to be experiencing a different level of it their birth chart kind of helps one to see you know the different events in their life that uh will be putting those energies in focus because you're going to have you know people who are already Aquarian that are experiencing the conjunction of Pluto and Aquarius. Other people might be hitting an angle, maybe a squared aspect with it that might be uh, resisting that change. Like right now, we still got Mars, Venus, and Mercury and Capricorn forming a lot of squared aspects to the full moon coming up on Thursday. So it sort of shows that tension of letting go. You know, of, you know, that anticipation, sort of like the fear of jumping out of the airplane. You don't know if the parachute's going to open. Is anything going to catch me? Am I going to like be able to, you know, so I, I feel like the tension of of taking that leap a lot of people are feeling. 
And um, it's going to be different for everybody. And I do absolutely agree with what you're saying. I feel the bifurcation is authenticity and truth. And that frequency um, is connected to, you know, seeing something that reflects back to you that achievement. Because I feel like the earth responds to us. We're elemental beings. The nucleic acids of our DNA are elemental. The ether energy, the Ophiuchus, 13th sign. And like we were talking about, the, the, the real calendar, if we're in tune with nature in these cycles, is purifying that. So if we're doing that inner work, are we not going to see, aren't we going to see a reflection of that? Just like when we let go of certain patterns that attract the abusive relationships, our life changes when we resolve that, when we um, heal up that receptor that nothing can plug into anymore, our life changes. We see people's stories going from, oh, I used to be this, I used to be addicted to that, I used to be in this abusive situation. And like I mentioned before, close to death situations that, you know, you're all the stronger because you've leveraged that adversity to wake up instead of be more victimized. So the victim consciousness, I feel it's a different timeline. It goes into a phantom earth, more assimilation into AI, more thought forms that aren't your own, that are coming through frequency distortions where you think it's your own voice, um, where you're acting upon things that are you not being in charge of yourself, you not being able to tell the difference between a signal telling you to do something versus your intuition. And that to me is a completely different trajectory. So hopefully a lot of those individuals will have a breakthrough. And I think that's an event in and of itself is that awakening for somebody. And it happens at different stages of our lives. It doesn't matter if it happened when we were a kid or if it happens this year, as long as it happens, I think that is the ultimate event. And then what you experience in the bigger picture of it all, um, you know, will begin to show a world where you find the like-minded people and you gravitate towards the news that isn't mainstream and manipulated, right? It's sort of like when you break through insecurity, you don't notice people looking at you funny. You notice people smiling at you because you're feeling good about you, right? It's just perception is everything. And I think that uh, the more grounded it is, the more consistent it is, Mercury, the magician, 5D, fifth chakra, 5D, soul matrix. We are literally um, creating the magic and the synchronicities because that's a part of cosmic and natural law to begin to move completely off of an inverted timeline, artificial timeline trajectory because we're in divine wisdom. We're not having artificial thought forms dictating and controlling and creating our reality. So I think it's inevitable that a bifurcation is happening and I feel that it's really going to be clear and obvious in this next year ahead. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it, I, I heard somewhere, Laura, and I, I don't know about the planets, but I heard that the planetary alignment is similar to the alignment that happened when they overthrew the Bastille. So like really revolutionary, rocky, is that true? Uh, yeah, revolutionary. Well, it is revolutionary. Uranus is all about revolutionary. You know, it's about just, you know, standing up, standing uh, up to tyranny. But we want to be careful, too, because they like to leverage that. Oh, yo, let's create martial law. They they want, you know, to rile everybody up. And sometimes that's why they won't um, show the amount of people showing up in a peaceful protest that is more like a gathering than trying to battle a system. It's more about people coming together and saying we all are in agreement to this. We've had enough of that. But they're not going to yeah. report that, right? So a lot of the censorship and a lot of those kind of things, it's sort of rocky because it's like the what we see being broadcast isn't showing us that this is actually happening. But we can tell each other, we can communicate in different ways to let each other know. Actually, thousands of people showed up to this. This is actually the truth of what happened. Alternative media, getting onto these alternative platforms are going to show what's really happening as we discuss this amongst each other. I'm not quite sure about 
you know, the other thing that you said, but there is a bumpiness to it because um, of the way that it's uh, being um, displayed to, to everybody else in, in the smear campaigns and the way that, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll try and, and, and influence people to perceive it in a certain way, which isn't the truth of what it actually is. So there's that bumpiness and there's the bumpiness also of breaking free completely and totally and having to kind of walk into that transition that's uncomfortable until you begin to find like-minded people. People are all over the world are buying up land or creating community, not in a cultish way, not in the way that the old paradigm model was, not in looking to a guru or leader that's going to guide the way, but that we're all stepping up and we're being leaders um, in our own right. And that to me is a prerequisite to true unity consciousness because it's not based in an old paradigm, um, you know, where even cults or the alternative scenarios ended up being, um, the very same system, but with a different language and terminology and a different sort of presentation, but it's the same old giving your power away to something outside of yourself and how that uh, misuse of power, um, that particular leader gets addicted to and begins to become corrupt. And I don't see that happening. I feel like people are rising up, um, and taking charge within their own being, and it's going to be us utilizing the different skills and talents as we all are stepping up and leading by example, which is a different kind of leadership than looking to a leader or that one person yeah. to do it for you. So that's yes. bumpy because it's like a detox and a withdrawal. People are going to go through it sort of withdrawal, like, oh, my God, are we really doing this? But a lot of us already know how to, and we can only just encourage and we got to hold hands. We're going to have our good and bad days because it's a rehabilitation. We're overcoming extreme trauma and betrayal. Yeah. And um, the bumpiness of it all is coming to terms with it and resetting the energy. But also knowing this is so much to celebrate because really you're coming back to you. Not something yes. you have to believe in, but believing in yourself, trusting yourself a lot more and knowing you know, that the love and mutual respect and support are going to come from people that live by integrity, not by judgment. Yes, yes. And Sarah asks, um, please share your views on grid work or other rituals you may do to influence the outcome. What what can we do to... I don't know if you want to answer that, Eric. I mean, grid work, there's some... Yeah, I love... Specific grid work. Before we ever start a conference, I always walk around with... um, On the outside, I, I, I circle it with... You know, I always... When I see you, I... I forgot to give you last time I saw you, Laura, I had a, I saw it. I said, Oh shit. I forgot to give it to her. It was, uh, I always give you a sage, you know, and I, I forgot to give you a sage. I still and have, I, walk- I still have a few of the sages that you've given me right over there. I know. Aww. I always give you one, but I had one. I forgot to give you last time I saw you. I I lost count how many times we saw each other. Last, we were, we did so many conferences together, but, and then we were having, having fun, hanging out at Shasta playing pool um but oh, you always I, give me the uh, most epic massages you're so sweet <laughs> you oh, always come uh, behind uh, I'm like Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well let me tell you I walk around with a sage stick clockwise and it's white sage and then I burn Palo Santo at the same time Hollywood and that's mm-hmm. how I do ghost busting too I'm a I like the problem cases that my friends can't clear the ghosts or the demons or you know get be as an exorcist or whatever and my friends are like uh, major exorcists, like for the Pope and, you know, and wow. our mutual friends that I have with Laura and stuff. And so, yeah. you know, it, it's important that we hold ourselves in the highest frequency vibration of love 
and compassion. But I always thought love was the highest frequency. Really, truth is living in your truth and not being, you know, pushed off what you believe and, and you know, allowing other people to express their views and, and at their level of consciousness and, and giving them the space to evolve. Because when you consider them hopeless, you don't give them the space to evolve. So you can't consider people hopeless. You have to give them space to evolve. And, and because not everybody's going on the freeway to to the next place. You know, some people are taking a detour and the scenic route and, and you know, so, but we all are one and we have to experience all these different facets because ultimately we're all creating time, our own, t you know, there's, everybody is creating the timelines. We're all manifestors, you know, so, but there's major ones that are merging and then there's ones that are going to 5D, one to back to 3D and, you know, so everything happens, yes, to E, all of the above, you know, and, and so, you know, I, I just love listening to Laura and, and her explanations and, and weaving in astrology and how it, because that's what's really, that's what's going on. You know, we're all stardust and, and these are magnetic signatures. They imprint upon us and they affect us and, and there's a theme to what's happening and and, and it's set in it, when you read the astrology in the newspaper that's all i used to read in the newspaper they were good for just astrology and the comics you know mm -hmm. and they you read all of the different signs and, and then you get a good understanding of, of the of what's going on and the and the theme and and so i don't think it's going to be as bad as everybody says i think it's i think everything has really happened and because they took out the major players first they had to, and the, only the minions are left, and 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 it, we couldn't. They couldn't tell people what was happening because they would think that Trump was a dictator and and creating all these things and and doing these things, you know. So they had to do it in a slow way to wake people up at their own space, you know, because they would they would they wouldn't agree to it. That they have to just you have, people. Have, the best school is experience of you experiencing yep. it and they have to experience it for themselves. You can't tell people anything. They have to, you know, see it for themselves and, and put it together themselves, you know? So, and that's what's happening is just there. Even if it takes a shock and awe event, a scared false flag event, don't be scared because it's, it's to get them home to sit in front of their computer and TV to hear the emergency broadcasting system about everything that we've been talking about for the last 10 years. Okay, because it's difficult for pioneers and people who see so far, you know, we're labeled crazy and, and you know, but, you know, soon we'll be the ones they'll be seeking out to explain what's really what's going on and what, what really happened, you know. So, you know, and, and it's not, yeah. and we're always, and who, I could be wrong about everything, you know, I'm always willing to update whatever. And, and, and so just being open minded to change. And not yeah. being in fear, basically. So, yeah, what do you think about and that? There will be a time when uh, they're going to come to us and ask questions because yeah. uh, because of who we are and what we're doing. They think that we probably know more than they do, and maybe not. But uh, we are kind of on the front end of things. And when it talks about the event, there's so many theories about what it could be. But it's not the end of the world, because the world will continue. Earth has this phenomenal residuals. It, it just it will go on. 
there's going to be something after, but there will be some changes. And uh, another one, I hear people saying, oh, we're all going to die. No, we're not. We're all <laughs> going to we're going to continue. There's going to be something after. A lot of souls have decided or were decided before they even came that they were going to go through most of this and then they will leave. And that is, that was their decision. And for what is going to happen, things will happen. Not necessarily things that we would think would be possible, but it turns into a positive learning experience which we will grow from. And a definite learning experience for the ones out there that is um, not that sharp and they're embedded in the system, they're going to see things happening and they're going to look at us and say, wait a minute, he said that. She said that. What? What do they know that we didn't know at the time? So now they're going to start listening because they found out that somebody in authority lied to them because something different happened. Or oh, this is going to be happening a lot. And uh, on another thing, too, we are going to see truth emerging in mass from underneath, from everywhere. We're going to see it. and. Don't be afraid to point it out. Yeah, that's that's what I see is right. And also freedom is going to emerge after it gets slightly worse. I can see that because there is plans being made for us that is not for our best. But it's going to come. Freedom will come. And with freedom comes abundance. Those two are married. They come together. And when it happens, there's going to be a new world, a new society. And this is something that a lot of psychics have seen. I've seen it, and it is coming. It is in our future. Not all of it's going to be up roses until that. But if you look at the backside of it, it is a learning experience that will help us grow into that new world. Without the negativity, we may not be able to quite grow as fast as we could. But there's so many other amazing things to enjoy along the way. I mean, with the veil lifting, like like Eric was mentioning, you know, psychic abilities are, you know, coming online and opening up and um, things are happening so quickly. I don't know about you guys, but manifestation, I have to be so careful because, you know, it's happening quickly. and. If if my thoughts go awry, you know, sometimes I can manifest something that's probably not exactly what I wanted. Um, but like the other night I was doing my weekly Reiki and I've I've seen energy come from people's hands before, but it was on video and I was working on this little boy, you know, and I envision his body in my mind and I'm touching him, you know, in the ethers And literally, I have it on on video now, this red energy came up through the triangle of my hands. And I don't know, I mean, spirit has a sense of humor. They actually looked like they turned into hearts. So, So things are really happening. And I think that no matter, you know, what the bumpiness is, or what the rockiness is, that like Laura said, we need to hold hands and just pull together. And your dog is so adorable, Eric. 
Um, <laughs> it's this my friend's dog, Dharma. She's oh really cute. God. She's so you, cute. You know, I, I love what you're saying that um, if you want to see the energy between your hands and, and if you want a good Tai Chi school, they're the ones that are doing it at sunup and sundown. All the other times are not real. And, and you can see the energy between your hands at those times. And that's when you should look. You, you look, practice at those times. You can see the energy between your hands, sun up and sun down. It, it's amazing. And, and it's wonderful that you, the more you cultivate it, the more powerful it becomes. And then when you can uh, cultivate it, then you can direct it and, and actually hit things without touching them and do things. Okay. And then you start moving things and, you know, but you have to believe and, yeah. and, and, and relax and, and do it. Awesome. And, and these are all the cool things that we can focus on along the way yes. instead of, you know, the, the false narrative and the, the negative things that, I mean, you know. My godmother is 86 and she feels her mission is to pray for the world. So she watches the news 24 seven. She watches Fox News. So I like subconsciously get blips of it. And I'm like, oh, I've got to turn that off. <laughs> you know, just turn that off, please. Oh, so hey, untrue. Uh, hey, Nori, I have that yeah. picture you sent with the... Uh... Images that showed up in your Reiki session. Oh, okay. I don't know if they'll show up, but yeah. I think they probably will. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yep. That is something that is incredible because it showed something that was interdimensional. Yeah, that blew me away. Um yeah. I had to go watch it like 10 times to believe that it really happened, <laughs> you know, but, but these are all of the beautiful experiences that, that are right here in front of us, instead of giving into the fear or the fear of destruction, you know, we create our own reality. And when we come from love, you know, love shows up in our life in every way that every way that it possibly can. And, I'm just, yeah. if you guys have any closing comments or. I had a near death experience and you will always be awake somewhere. Don't be scared mm -hmm. to die. We're not going to die. I'm half Iranian. Really, we're Armenian, but I speak Farsi. And I'm telling you, the Iranians are not, don't want a war. They'll, they want a, a they'll, they'll turn them in to have a war tribunal, you know, we're going to have military. We've been having military tribunals. Military is the only way. Okay. Everybody's corrupt. And until we realize this, you know, I talk about Tartaria and, and about other things, you know, that are really going on. And, and this is not the way things are. And, and it, people are waking up to that. You know, I don't, my court, the, the, the state court down the street is closed and it doesn't open. You can't go inside and do things. And they're, and I think we're seeing a government shutdown of a lot of places. I don't think it's Washington, D.C. anymore. If you look on maps, the D.C. has been removed. It's just Washington. I think they're just taking down and destroying a lot of satanic sites. And there's a lot of uh, <laughs> things going on that is proving that it's going down. There's a change. You know, there's we're, we're and, 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 you know, I don't think Biden's going to be. Um, you know, extending the executive orders of Trump now, but that's what's happening, you know, so, so it can't be really him, can it? You know, why would Biden, you know, extend his uh, executive orders? So, 
you know, we're going to find out a lot of things. And a lot of people we think are dead are really alive. And a lot of people that we think are alive are really dead. And so we're going to wake up to the real, you know, reality of what's going on, that there's maybe, uh, you know, a lot going on. And it'll be crazy. It'll be so crazy. But that's that's going to be the event, right? That, that will be that's, one of the events the event. when we realize. Yeah. The yeah. purple cloud. You know, I met Prince in the 80s. and He's a genius. And he told me about his song, Purple Rain, and it's about this purple cloud coming in and and it's just going to wake up everybody. It's going to raise their frequency vibration and knock them on their ass to hold more, more light. And then later I heard some psychics talking about the people who can't handle this will be taken off planet to to, you know, be able to hold this amount of light. But it's yeah. going to fry, you know, you, um, vibrate the shit out of everything else. You know, it's it'll transmute everything, mm. all the lower vibrational frequencies of fear and hate. And and I, it, so it's nothing can stop this. And, and it's just a wonderful thing that's uh, that's about to come a beautiful thing. And, and it's amazing that we're here at this mm. time. And it's a celebration. I think we're going to be celebrating. I promise you we're going to be celebrating for a year because I know Trump I likes that. to throw good parties and he's in the hotel business and. And we're going to have all these people that are, we thought the musicians were dead. We're going to see them dancing and singing and we're going to be celebrating for a year. I promise you. Okay. And I'm telling you firsthand. <laughs> so you know, take we're going to hold you to that one. I love yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Laura, how about you? What celebrations or closing thoughts do you have? Well, I think, yeah, it's just important yeah, to celebrate. We we don't want anything to you know really bring us down and 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 to just constantly be affected uh, about things going on outside of us doesn't mean stop advocating or calling things out or or not like seeing you know what's sort of happening because we want to sort of understand and sometimes you got to feel it to heal it but once you're move you move through that stage of it you know just embracing neutrality embracing being the observer being a helping hand as much as you can. Uh, to, to what there is to celebrate. There is so much to celebrate because the greater cosmic intelligence and the earth energies and what's encoded in our DNA holds everything connected to ascension, which is human advancement, switching on what's dormant, unscrambling the, the DNA codes that they have called junk by understanding it's about integration of polarity, sacred union, hierogamic union, and, and how that will draw soulmates and true partners, true community. And, uh, and that all these adversities are really here to help us to wake up. And that's why they show up. All the life events that happen in our life uh, happen for a reason. But when we misunderstand it and we uh, let somebody else define it for us and it pulls us further away from ourselves, yeah, that trajectory doesn't look so good. It's filled with falsity. It's filled with deception. It's filled with, um, well, those that are filling their pockets with your money. <laughs> and when we you know, look at it like, wow, okay, you know, we, we bless these events in our lives. We, we celebrate the wisdom that it gives us. We, you know, prioritize what really matters to us. Um, we see the changes happening in our lives as an upgrade instead of a misfortune or something to panic about. You know, then we have more trust in what's actually happening and we trust ourselves more, which I feel is the ultimate surrender to true source energy, which is free from um, a lot of what, you know, we've been taught. So overcoming those programmings, even if you think you're overcome I mean, those programmings, you know, they do still linger. So, you know, let's have some levity and sort of laugh in the in the face of it and remind ourselves, 
you know, as a community. And, and, and then we traverse these obstacles and we graduate to the higher octave of all these planetary energies that absolutely hold um, the victory. You know, nature is encoded to know how to repair itself, heal itself, bring things back to equilibrium, regenerate and restore. It's encoded in nature to know how to do that. It's only the mind control that has tricked our bodies out of knowing how to do that when adversity, challenge or disease strikes. The minute we, you know, really look into the root of it and we shift our consciousness in accordance to the lesson learned or the trauma being faced or the programming being deprogrammed, um, we're, we're home free. And that's a lot to celebrate because we are the best thing to remember in these times. And what that creates together um, will no longer allow uh, any force to feed on us or siphon off of us, only to um, be co-creative with uh, where it's uh, a mutual exchange of beautiful energy. And and to me, that's the true relationship. We're moving from, uh, you know, the bad partner and and the bad parent that, that has convinced us that it actually cares about us, which it doesn't. And we're moving into true love on every level within ourselves, with creation and with the real solid community and friends and soulmates and true partners that um, will will inevitably through synchronicities find their way to us. And in the meantime, you know, if you feel isolated, look at it like a sanctuary that you're holding your, your, your uh, a beautiful space for yourself as you prepare to, to, to move out again into this world on different terms than before um, where, uh, you know, you're, you're you're with those that are just celebrating and cheering you on because you've 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 removed yourself from the lies, the trickery, the false light too that might sustain you for a little while, and then you realize it isn't sustaining you at all. There's a lot to celebrate about um, where we fall and get back up, and how we can only get stronger and stronger. This is how we build muscle. We got to get back to building that intuition, like it's a muscle if it's gone atrophied. You know, spend more time in nature. Um, you know, and, and, and you'll know who your real friends are too. Don't be afraid to let go of the ones that aren't real friends. It, yeah. There might be a mourning period, but you got so much to yeah. look forward to. There's 7 billion plus people on the planet. The few that are the, the ones that are ready to let go of, think of how much you have to look forward to with those that are right for you. So there's nothing but celebration in that. I feel. That is beautiful, Laura. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, thanks for having us. It's been so great. It was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Augie, you have any closing comments? Uh, I love what everything Laura said. Yes. Uh, I love what all of you shared. And Eric, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Laura. I'm, I'm so happy to do. Thank you for agreeing to do something with me. I <laughs> I think it's funny that we're all here together and, and doing this. And it's a it's a wonderful time to be celebrating and and we're going to see it soon it's happening and i look forward to seeing you soon in april and and you know you got of course you got another massage coming and so and another uh, <laughs> right. another sage stick and and aga where are you aga are you close to la oh no i'm in tucson arizona okay that's a long drive yeah, yeah. and yeah. how about you nori pennsylvania <laughs> Oh, wow. That's even longer drive. I think it's a long drive from Sacramento, California, but I love driving fast yeah. and, and, you know, That's going great. to these oh, events, nice. you know. So our what next event is uh, bizton.com in April. It's the Sinesta in LAX. I'll see Laura there with Brad Olson and uh, cool. Carrie Cassidy. and uh, wow. Sam It's a big lineup. Check it out. You know, it's a lot awesome. of fun. Yeah. So we've been talking about the event here in uh, 
there, there'll be more talking about that as we go into the future here. And I think that the event is nothing to be afraid of. Some exactly. of the stuff, some of the stuff that is coming before it, it may not feel good, but it will help the world to wake up to realize that, wait a minute, we have been lied to. And so it is necessary for the whole bigger purpose of waking up humanity. And yeah. it's going to be good in the end. That much I've seen. So, and you know, when you see things in the future, it doesn't have a date stamp on it. So I would say just take it as it comes and do the best you can to prepare for yourself. And don't worry about the solar flash. I never saw one. It's not going to happen. And uh, the false ET invasion that they had planned for us, I have never seen that either. It's not going to happen in my timeline. Though this year I see something that will kind of surprise a lot of people, and that is a common understanding among the people that there are extraterrestrials and they want to commune with us. The governments, they're going to deny as long as they can until they can't anymore, and then it'll be all over. So we're going to have a good time, folks. Just hang in there. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Augie. Thanks, everybody in the chat room and you who are watching this on the replay. Please subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. And uh, Sunday night is the Paranormal Show with Augie. And meet you back here next Tuesday for more cosmic quantum conversations. Thank you so much, everybody. Bless you. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Matt. Thank you so much for having us. Bye.